the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 24. Rather cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 40. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow night with a low 36, but temperatures will rise to the lower 40s. For Friday, mostly cloudy skies. It will be milder with a passing shower or two in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I wonder if lack of sunshine makes you a little sleepy. Isn't think? that what happens when you don't have enough vitamin D? You, your energy level really? gets super low? I well, think so. But I'll... John wouldn't know because he, he's so convinced that he's not ever going to take a supplement for anything. I'm not taking one. Okay. But... If ever there was a supplement that we could take, I think living in Pittsburgh, it would be vitamin D. Well, it's been how many days without sun? What do you think? It's been a lot of, seems it's like been a lot, a lot of, of days. days. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, you know, we're getting ready to go on air. I'm sitting here yawning. Like, yeah. What? And I'm never, I'm never like this. No, you're not. But right now I could take a little nap. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, here we are at work. So <laughs> forget the nap. Napping during the live radio program is yeah. usually frowned upon. It would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, so you're saying that if I took a vitamin D supplement, I'd be a little peppier? I'm not saying that. Oh. I don't know enough to say that. I'm just saying that I think that's one of the of the things that a, a deficit in vitamin D does to you. Do you ever take a vitamin B, what is it, a B12 shot? Yeah, sure. Right. You've done that? Uh-huh. Did you? Yeah, like it when was you're one in college. Time, uh, no, I, I believe it was after I had a child. They said, hey, you better, I was depl- yeah, I was like, they were like, you boy, you look, up. you look terrible. You what they said, up, yeah. you yeah. look terrible. Huh. I remember going to the pediatrician with my first daughter. Uh, she was like a week old, and you know what he said to me? Because hmm. I was very concerned because she wasn't eating and she was losing weight, and it was you know when you're a new parent, it's like the worst thing. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I'll never forget this. He said, Mrs. Emmons. I'm much more concerned about you than I am about her, <laughs> which oh, was boy. not meaning he didn't care about the no, baby. No. He just meant, boy, are you a mess. Yeah, that's like an early indictment on uh-huh. your lack of parenting that's skills. exactly. It was also very accurate. Although I guess that's one of those, you know, you're getting like, a, 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 there's that phrase, the self-care flag from your doctor. Yep. Right? Yep. Here's, you better have some self-care. Yeah. Right? Did you? What did you do? Uh, Put some dub on your face. I got a therapist is what I did. <laughs> Wait, you just had a baby. Yeah, that's when I started. Had a baby and a therapist. To, yeah. yeah. That's when I realized how badly I needed one. Yeah, that's good. That's better for the baby. It sure is. Yeah. Believe me. Now she's uh, 21 oh, and she's she knows that it was the best thing. She's excellent. Anyway, happy to be here. I had a great day. You know why? Tell me. Pamela's, Melville. You went to Pamela's. Did you treat yourself? Yeah. Treat yourself. Really? Mm-hmm. That's some self-care right there. Do you have pancakes? I had a waffle. Oh, ho, ho. 
With strawberries. Oh, whoa. Two all fried by, eggs. Oh. Bacon. Holy moly. All by your lonesome. And my book. Oh. You're living your best life now. Whole hour. Whole Holy 60 minutes. Smokes. Whole 60. I can't imagine. Look, I've had a lot of meals with you. I've never seen you eat that much food. A waffle, two eggs, bacon, and home fries? No. Oh. Just a waffle, bacon, and two, two eggs. I mean, Still but there's hot. strawberries on the waffle. And, oh, right. And the beverage? Iced tea. They have mm-hmm. excellent iced tea. I want to salute Megan, who is my uh, server there. She's very, very good very server, nice. and I told her so really? after I was done today. What makes there you— There was also a gentleman who was, who was uh, waiting on me, but I don't know his name. So I'm, I'm, I regret that I cannot thank him. Anonymous, too. sir. Mm-hmm. Not Megan, but anonymous, sir. Megan is very good. Right. So what makes you—like, did you wake up this morning and you were like, I got some time. I'm driving out to Millvale. Um, I, had, I finished an appointment uh, in late morning, mm-hmm. and it was relatively stressful. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know what? I think 60 minutes of reading a book and eating that food would probably be emotionally healthy for Very me. Very nice. I appreciate it. So Did it's you, good. You eat everything. Every last thing. Everything. Like you, I would like mm-hmm. imagine like you would take the bacon home or Mm-mm. something or put it in like the front seat of your Mm-mm. car. Mm-mm. John, forget mm-hmm. about it. If you're going, go. You're going, yeah. Do you ever have bacon gum? No. Well, they make it. That doesn't sound good. Well, you know, all things bacon. Anyway, I do digress here. Yeah, we do have to get the things. news here. Uh, Kathy, uh, you always give us the top uh, news stories of the day. This Should is, I uh, do it again today? Well, I think today's a day. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> Without right. further ado, give us the top four at four. Here we go, John. For Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. It's a day before my sister's birthday. Nice. Happy birthday. Well, it's not her birthday yet. Almost. Number one. When in, uh, okay, we know the story of Peng Shui. Tennis star, one of China's most famous athletes. She went online, accused a former vice premier of sexual assault. Here's my question. You know how much time it took the censors in China to scrub her from the Chinese version of the internet? Oh, boy. Tell me that. 20 minutes. Whoa. 20 minutes, you're gone. You think for how many people live in China, how many people are on their version of the internet in 20 minutes, according to today's New York Times? You don't They had scrubbed everything. Yeah, they had scrubbed everything. It says this. Um, This is an analysis by the New York Times and ProPublica. Uh, China began a multifaceted propaganda campaign that was at once sophisticated and clumsy. Inside the country, officials used Internet controls to scrub almost all references to the accusation and restrict digital spaces where people might discuss it. Wow. At the same time, they activated a widely followed network of state media commentators backed by a chorus of fake Twitter accounts to try to punch back at critics abroad. Holy smokes. Very interesting story in today's times. Number two. As snow looms in the forecast this week, and I'm sorry if I'm the first one to tell you. I did not know mm-hmm. that. The Pennsylvania Department of Transportation has been trying to fill hundreds of snowplow driver positions across the state to prepare for the upcoming winter weather. It's not going well, John. Currently, PennDOT has filled only 40% of the 695 temporary operator positions. of their permanent operator jobs, that's good. But if there's a big snow, you know that they're having all the permanent people and the temps in to take care of things. They're only at 40%. Article in today's Trib uh, says that to maintain roads and bridges statewide, PennDOT uses 2350, 2350 trucks, plows, and salt spreaders. This year, the company is expecting grounds to be treated by 4,700 on-the-road workers, according to its winter guide, if they can find them. Number three, Tiger Woods making his return to competitive golf next week, 10 months after he suffered serious injuries what? in a car crash. 
Tiger is 45 years old and says he'll participate in the PNC Championship with his 12-year-old son, Charlie. Listen, I watched him and his son, Charlie, last year in this championship, and it was such good television. If you've never watched golf, this is a really great event to watch because players either play with their children or with their parents. Nice. It's next weekend, you said? Next weekend. Yeah. So that's really fun. Um, Tiger says this, although it's been a long and challenging year, I'm very excited to close it out by competing with my son, Charlie. I'm playing as a dad. I couldn't be more excited and proud. That's incredible. Now, he said he's never going to probably compete at a high level again. Well, but who knows? I don't know. I... That would be likely based on it. He had that was the tenth surgery of his career he had after the car accident, and it was only two months after his fifth back surgery. And number four, HBO's family drama, which wraps its third season Sunday called Succession, garnered the most Critics' Choice Award mentions among the TV nominations. You haven't seen it, no. Christy hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. What? I don't follow the Critics' Choice Awards. Is oh. that like the People's Choice? It's a lot that? like that, okay. except it's people who are in the business. Oh, okay. Yeah. So insider. Right. right. Succession home base uh, HBO and its streaming service HBO Max lead the networks and platforms with a total of 29 nominations. Other series that racked up multiple nods include Evil. Not really sure what that's about. I don't know that show. It sounds bad. Mayor of Easttown. That's M-A-R-E. Only Murders in the Building. Ted Lasso. The Good Fight. This Is Us. And WandaVision. The movies nominated in Critics' Choice Award film categories will be announced Monday. And that is your top four at four. Outstanding. Um, Can I tell you the other uh, drama series that were nominated? Yeah, sure. Okay. Evil is on Paramount. I have no idea what that's about. Uh, For All Mankind. I don't know what that is. Any connection? No. Uh, The Good Fight. Paramount. Starring Christine Bransky. She's terrific. Um, Pose on FX. Squid Game. Hey. Netflix. Uh, Would you support that nomination? Sure. But not with Gusto. You don't sound like you're very. It's a dark series, but everything's dark today, isn't it? I'm like, hey, oh, hey, I changed Christy, my life. You haven't watched Squid Game yet. I have not. Me neither. Uh, Succession on HBO. This is Us on NBC and Yellow Jackets on Showtime, which I also don't know anything about. Okay. Um, Billy Crudup from The Morning Show, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Was he, we all, though? We, we all love very him. Much yeah, like. fabulous. Uh, for Best Comedy Series, this is the last I'll tell you. Uh, the Great on Hulu. Don't know. Hacks on HBO, hmm. Insecure on HBO, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, which I love. I you started it. Isn't it funny? It's so good. It, don't you laugh? I I was cracking up. The other two on HBO Max, Reservation Dogs and FX, Ted Lasso, which I also love on Apple, and What We Do in the Shadows on FX. Very nice. All right. Interesting. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to move from uh, TV shows to little kids. Hmm. The idea of... Uh, gospel parenting your kids when they're super little. Melissa Kruger will join us in just a few minutes. 101.5 WORD The Bible is the best-selling book of all time. It's more than just historic literature. God is speaking to us, and without it, we'd be lost. Find out why. Our series is titled, Why Bother with the Bible?, Listen all this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Investors, listen up. There's been incredible demand in the market for companies focused on strategic mineral exploration. And right now, mineral discovery groups are piling into British Columbia's prolific Golden Triangle due to the massive discovery potential. 
China's economy is slowing down. Consumer goods remain in short supply. Pandemic-induced disruptions continue to affect global supply chains. And now the markets are bracing for interest rate hikes. All of this reads like a recipe for paying attention to companies focused on precious metals and in-demand minerals. Find out about the hottest companies leading the charge to revolutionize the multi-billion dollar mineral exploration market for free when you text the word HOT to 71441 for your free subscription to DearWallStreet.com. Text the word HOT to 71441 now to get information on these hot companies that we've identified. Get free intelligence on this hot market delivered directly to your mobile device from DearWallStreet.com when you text the word HOT to 71441. Text and data rates may apply. Text HOT to 71441. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855 565 5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour.com Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and does Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Parenting is so hard. Look, see, we're both so tired and, yeah. uh, and afraid of how we did in parenting that we're talking at the same time. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because um, you look in the rearview mirror. Our kids are grown right mm-hmm. now, right? Our kids are in their 20s. I don't have one. My, my youngest one isn't in her 20s, but close. she's close. But I, I look back and go, you know, it's kind of like I try not to ride the train of you you know, can't. regret and but, go, oh, did I screw that up so bad? sometimes in the middle of the night, do you think about it? Yeah, I wake up and go, I remember that time that I, I did that? Done that? I wish I would have been better there, all right, you know? I don't know. It's just a very difficult thing, especially if you're a believer, you love Jesus, and you want to model and introduce your children at a very young age to Jesus. Well, Melissa Kruger is back with us. Melissa is the director of women's content for the Gospel Coalition, and she's part of a a podcast with Jen Wilkin where they talked about gospel parenting during the little years. And Melissa, welcome back. How are you doing? Hey, good to talk to y'all again. Yeah, you as well. How are y'all? Well, we're okay, other than the fact that we're waking up in the middle of the night thinking that we've, you know, how, Failed we, how we screwed up our parents, or how we screwed up our children. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes for the best grandparents. Right, okay. Right? Like, isn't that where we all gonna, we're all going to shine as grandparents one day, hopefully? <laughs> oh, let's hope so, that that promise is out there. Yeah. Tim, Tim Keller yeah. told us, we talked to him a couple weeks ago, that having a relationship with your grandchildren is totally different than having a relationship mm-hmm. with your kids. He said, whatever you think, 
it's not that. Mm. He said, it's, you, you don't know what it's like, but it's not the same as being a parent. He said, it's way better. Mm. Melissa, are you a grandparent? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> uh, my oldest is 21. Okay, good. So, um, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. not, hopefully not right now. Yeah, that's how um, I feel. But, but yeah, I do feel like you'll, you'll have all those years of experience before you get to be a grandparent. So right. it, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. And then when they get difficult, you get to send them back. Which is so, so great. That's gotta be. Really nice. That's gotta be great. Um, yeah. Okay, so Melissa, yeah. you have. Do you have three kids? I have three kids: twenty-one, seventeen, and fifteen. Okay, eighteen. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I know. Twenty-one. I know. Sometimes it blends together. <laughs> I keep getting older. I know. So it's I it's frustrating. Crazy. I don't know how old I am either. Um, so <laughs> when you talk or think about what gospel parenting is like, at least in my mm-hmm. life and experience. What I thought it was when my kids were under five, and then what I thought it was when they were 12, and then what I think it is now when they're 18, they're really Mm -hmm. different things. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. And part of it is our own maturing and what we understand grace to be, I think, um, even as we live life. And so um, that's that's the reality. You know, we're all first-time parents when we have our first child. No one comes in with experience. So um, we're all learning along the way. But but Melissa, isn't it true? I think for people who are believers, you know, your your first thought is, I want my child to know Jesus. I, you know, I want my child to be open to a world of spirituality because there's richness there. Although I'm not quite sure how to, how to move on that, you know, produce that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, the reality is, you know, it's the Lord draws people to himself and awakens their heart. We're just called to be faithful parents to what God has called us to be, um, which is prayerful parents, which is parents who love God's word and try to teach it to our children. Um, but but I think it's the most difficult thing is, you know, we can't, in, in a sense, make our children believe. We can teach them truth of the gospel, but we can't actually force someone to believe anything in some sense. So it really does keep us um, in a really humble place as parents right. um, because we are completely dependent upon the Lord to change their heart. Yeah. Um, so talk about this um, podcast you did with Jen um, about gospel parenting. Um, what did you gain? Um, what did you give in that conversation? What are some takeaways? Yeah, well, I always enjoy talking to Jen Wilkin about anything. Um, we had done a podcast a few years ago, or we had done a session a few years ago on raising teenagers. And so this one was, we went back and talked about raising um, littles, as we called it, and just talking about the differences, you know, because they're really very different seasons of parenting. Um, and if anything, I think we all would say every season of parenting, you really do have to take stock and relook at what you're doing and um, grow as a parent, because there are different things that you need to do with littles that is is really different than what you need to do with teenagers. Mm-hmm. I always say with teenagers, you need to start letting off the clutch and letting them start to press the gas. But when they're little, you know, you're trying to keep them alive <laughs> in some, some sense um, <laughs> yeah. from running out. My, my son was a darter, and so he'd run out you know, into the street and things like that. So it really did feel like I was trying to keep them alive. Um, and so there's, there's just different seasons of parenting, and it was great. Um, to just to get to sit down and talk with her about that. And, and really just to say, I think what every parent feels 
in the season is a little bit of, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and that I think we really have to embrace that as parents and acknowledge that. And that's why it's a wonderful thing um, that we have a, we, we know God and we can pray to God to give us wisdom. And he says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask and God gives generously. And so I think most of us as parents um, can just feel really lost because every child is different. Mm-hmm. So while you might find wonderful parenting advice out there, only God can really be the person that we can go to and say, help me parent this child. Give me wisdom to parent this child. I do think there are principles out there that we can all um, seek to apply, but for our individual children, I, I really do think it takes... What I learned in young motherhood was God was growing me in that season, not just me growing my child, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, that sure does, yeah. Okay, so Melissa, I'm listening to the podcast, and you gave a, you told a story about um, Toni Morrison, which was some good advice that you tried to use in your life. T- tell me about that. Yeah, um, that was you know, one of those moments a long time. It was before I even had children. Um, I heard her speak, and she said, when a child walks into the room, light up. Hmm. And I was a teacher before I was a parent, and I tried to do that with my students. And I taught high school, and, you know, not many people light up when a teenager walks in the room a lot of the time. And I really tried to do that, to make every child who walked into my classroom feel like, hey, I'm glad you're here today. Hmm. You matter. Um, and there's something about just, you know, affirming someone's humanity and dignity when we, when we look up and we say, hey, I'm glad you're here but often with our kids, when they walk in, um, they might be interrupting something that we're doing. And I think it's really important at that moment that we light up and we, we look like, hey, my world is better because you walked into the room, not worse or not. I'm not annoyed or I'm not bothered because now you're interrupting whatever important thing I might be doing on my computer. No, no, no. You are important to me. I'm going to light up when you walk in this room. It's just a gift we give to them. And I think they carry that with them their whole life. That's really good advice. I mean, I I love that so much, right? Mm -hmm. Because more often than not, of course, when a kid walks into your room or whatever, you know, you're doing bills or you're engaged in in, a a number of things and they're just, you know, part of the mix. So they just kind of get used to being part of the mix. Not that you have to sort of like, you know, you know, uh, go over the top and praise the kid for some, you know, just for being there. But at the same time, I I love the idea that you want to single them out and lift up, just lift the energy a little bit. That's right. And I think it's totally fine to say, hey, mommy's doing something right now. Can I come and see what you're doing in 10 minutes? Yeah, and I think we can do that in a really positive way that shows we love them, but, but still gives some boundaries. That, you know, mommy, my, the, the center of my universe is actually not you. That's healthy, too. Um, but we can do that in a loving way. when we're working with them. Melissa Kruger's with us, Director of Women's Content for the Gospel Coalition. We're talking about gospel parenting during the little years. Um, Melissa, let me ask you about going to church. Um, With little kids? The people who think that's easy with little kids are the people that didn't have little kids and tried to take them to church. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I worked at a church uh, when my kids were... I still work at a church, um, and so I've been on staff for a long time, and it's a special kind of torture uh, to try to bring... (laughs) To bring your kids into a worship space where you're also trying to work and have yes. have you know uh, psychosis not reign in your family. Right. Yes, and my husband and I were both often working at our church for ten years or so in there, and so um, and for a while I actually did children's ministry at our church, and 
you know, it would, and then we would, he would be teaching Sunday school. So we'd be at church for, you know, a good three and a half hours full on and everyone's tired at the end of that. So yes, it is not easy. Uh, But oh my goodness, can I tell you, it is so worth it when you, when your kids don't know anything other than going to church on Sunday, it's, this is going to sound terrible. It's kind of like brushing your teeth. Sure. They just do it. Yeah. You know, (laughs) they don't know another pattern. And the best thing about young kids is they have no idea what is happening in anyone else's home but yours. <laughs> so whatever yeah, right. you do in your home, they will think is normal. Um, and they have no idea that other families might be sleeping in on Sunday or going to breakfast at IHOP or doing whatever. <laughs> they have no idea. So what what I've seen the benefit, now I have all teenagers at home. And actually last week I had just gotten my COVID booster shot or whatever and wasn't feeling great. And so I was thinking about just doing online and my kids were like, no, 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 we need to go to church. We need to go to church. And so, (laughs) okay. And it's it's so great to have these teenagers now who are telling me, no, no, even though you're not even, you know, I wasn't contagious or anything. I just wasn't feeling the best. They were like, we have to go. And so, I, I appreciate it now. I look and say, okay, this is all they know. This is their habit. Um, and that doesn't always happen. Plenty of teenagers do not want to go to church on Sunday. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's a one-to-one correlation, but I am saying they will be blessed later in life by that, that regular habit of going to church, yeah. even though it's hard when they're little. I do think it's a, it's a habit that will pay off yeah. in the long run. I agree. I mean, and, and I, that's so. That's such a key thing, right? I mean, because you know what you know. And, and, you know, I, I remember. You know, uh, our kids were little, and you know, trying to have order in the pews. And then, whenever they got to be a little older, a family showed up at our church, uh, and they joined the church, and they they sat maybe six or eight rows in front of me. And seriously, they would sit in front of me, and it was like watching Cirque du Soleil. It was like they were acrobats. The parents were like juggling the children in midair while the sermon was going on. And at first I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. I was aghast. And I was like, John, just chill out. You don't know what, you know, that that whole family, that's the way that they're doing things. They're showing up. It was a really, you know, having been there and done that. And, of course, you know. The judgment thing is always a big deal at church, too, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just a very thin line, hard line to work. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of that when I was reading the Old Testament one time and it said, um, I think it was Moses or whomever was going to read the whole law. And this is not just the Ten Commandments. It was the whole law. You know, the whole Torah was being read. And it said the men, the women and the children came and heard. And, yeah, this is like they're reading Leviticus and stuff. <laughs> and yeah. It's not easy, easy reading. And I was thinking, wow, what must that have looked like? You know, it must have been squirmy. And kids crying and babies squealing and all these different things going on. But but I think, you know, maybe that's a little bit more like what a family looks like. Mm. And that's what we want the church to look like. Um, maybe a little less formal and a little bit more, hey, we're all here to learn together. And, you know, yeah, some of you are too and squirmy. But that's okay. And just, just welcome in. And um, I think it can be a great thing. And in my church... We always had children's church and places kids could go during the sermon. So I know different churches do that differently. Um, but that was always a nice time for them to get to learn. And then when they were a little bit older, you know, in the six and seven year old range, they could learn to sit through the sermon. And I'm always amazed that they're picking up a little more than I think they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they slowly, they slowly get it. 
That's Melissa Kruger, Director of Women's Content for the Gospel Coalition. Melissa, thanks for being here again today. Thanks so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. We love the Gospel yep, Coalition. Find out more about Melissa there. That's terrific. And then when we come back in a whole different slot today. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? I don't know. All right, I that's know. next here on The Ride Home. And it probably won't. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I will say one thing. You know, I really feel like right now might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com. Code 3388. Enjoy. I'm a North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing planted in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 24. Rather cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 40. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow night with a low 36, but temperatures will rise to the lower 40s. For Friday, mostly cloudy skies. It will be milder with a passing shower or two in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
is what makes sense. Cream of wheat. No. That texture is too funky. What's up with that texture? The texture is like... No. It doesn't make sense. As much as I want to like, like oatmeal or cream of wheat or like that hot breakfast cereal, I just... It turns my stomach. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I appreciate people. Oh, it's like, it'll, it'll stick to your ribs. On a cold morning, you need that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make sense to you? It really doesn't. Cream of wheat. What? I, How about oatmeal? Oatmeal has a little bit of um, of a cookie resonance, and so it's better to me. You know, yeah, yeah. you have in your head, oh, I've had a cookie that tastes like this, and so it's okay. Cream of wheat, I've literally never had anything like that. I've never had anything that tasted like that. And I get, like, in the Dickens era, like... Like gruel. The porridge thing was like, uh, you know, I just... I feel like maybe we're past that, and I, I don't... We're past I, I don't think... Is it like grits? Except grits are corn. And cream of wheat is wheat. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um, wheat middlings. Have you? When's the last time you had cream of wheat? Hey, you want some cream of wheat? Uh, I was in Europe a couple oh, uh, summer or no, yeah, a couple summers ago, and it was there, and I chose not to have it, so yeah. I didn't really have it. So you knew better, right? Because I thought, okay, right. I don't think that makes sense. So I'm sorry, we're coming down on the. Uh, we do not like. We are in agreement. I'm just saying it does not. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. All right, does this make sense? The receipt. Okay, here's the deal. I'll go buy, like, you know, a laptop, and the guy will go, you want the receipt? And I'll go, no. And then I'll go to, like, 7-Eleven and buy a bag of Doritos. Guy says, you want a receipt? And I'll go, yeah. I mean, what? I, I, I guess my relationship to the receipt doesn't make any sense is what I'm saying. The receipt, I think especially today, like, you know, in the, in the e-receipt thing, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I, my, my car is kind of littered with receipts, and I look at it and go, oh, Remember back in April of 2004? When I went to Jiffy Lube? Yeah, I got that receipt. And then, you know, then they sort of build up, and then I smash into a ball, and then just throw them away. Mm-hmm. But for a while there, I feel good about the receipt. Yeah. Does it, I know people who love receipts. My wife, she loves the receipt. She would like to have a wardrobe of receipts. <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense to me. I could care less about the receipt until I need it. Right. Does it make sense? No. Hey, good. We're, we're aligned on this, John. It doesn't make sense because you know why? I feel like if I can't, they, they should be able to look that up for me there. Isn't that rude? No. I, just, I feel like no. everything else is my responsibility. Can't you just keep track of my laptop? Until you need the receipt. 101.5 WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends with the best new Christmas music. New, new, music. new Christmas music from Chris Tomlin. Emmanuel God with us. Emmanuel, we need Christmas from Matthew West. Christmas. And Jordan Feliz with Feliz Navidad. I just want to say. The best new Christmas music and Pittsburgh's favorites from Christmas's past. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends on Word FM. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... 
I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. I think anybody who's switched careers midlife, that is a decision that uh, does not come easily and is fraught with all manner of anxiety. I mean, how am I going to make this work? I've been doing this one thing for X number of decades. All of a sudden, I'm going to switch to somebody else. Well, Pastor Lake Fong is back with us. For many years, Lake was a photojournalist, a photographer here for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But then not that long ago, he laid that down, and he has become a pastor. And, Lake, welcome back to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me here, John and Kathy. Lake, tell me how long you worked at the PG. Uh, for since 1998. I think it's about wow. 20, 23, 23 years. Wow. Yes. That's a long time, Lake. That's, that, that's been a long time. And what did you love about that work that caused you to stay there that long? It's uh, I can meet different people every day. Some people are very nice to me. Some people are nasty, mm-hmm. you know, but it's human nature. But right. it, it enhances my life, you know. It's just mm-hmm. something that I can talk to people. I understand them more, you know, why do they do that? Always let me thinking, why that people, that person behave that way? So yeah. you're an observer. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an observer. I like to talk to people. I like to just look at people. People think I'm like, you know, what you're looking at? But I just, I'm interested in people observing them so the idea of being a photographer i mean everybody's a photographer now because we all have our cameras but we grew up in an age where you had to work to be a photographer right talk about that early love of imagery and what drew you into the profession i mean you know something somebody put a camera in your hand at some point yes my my uh my brother just let me use his camera and i just fell in love with it because you know that when i have a hobby i just get my mind from some bad things that 
that I have I have done before when you were when you were young you do a lot of crazy things yes but once I got that camera just like a it just like it's some it's just like a magnet you know it just mm. dragged me to that to that to that too you know I use that camera to to capture people's lives to 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 interact with people and that's a tool for me to do it and for for that for that reason and another reason is because you know I wasn't a good student I wasn't a smart student I just don't pay attention on my study yes. it's just something that it's it makes me go you know to find to find a way that I want to be as a photographer and to 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 use that tool to use the camera to to talk to people to drag people mm-hmm. to me and they you know they, right. when they see me as a photographer they're interested yes sometimes to draw them out to draw them out yes mm-hmm. when you told your parents I-, I think i'll be a professional photographer how was that met because since i'm the youngest you know of five and that's a privilege <laughs> you, you talk about parenting yeah. you talk about the youngest one you know and they went through a lot you know when the youngest one said you know dad mom i want to be a pro- pro- professional photographer as long as you're not a dealer, you know, drug, you know, it, it's fine. You know, it, you're not a, you're not a gambler. You're not a right. drug dealer. It's fine. You know, photographer, great. You know, that's top of the list for them. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. All right. So then, how? What was the time like when you decided that you were going to become a pastor? It's it's been it's been it's been it's been a ten years, you know, because I you know when I was when I work at the Post Gazette, I uh, I went to the uh, RP uh, Reform Presbyterian Seminary to study part time in Point Breeze in Point Breeze, you know, part time, and it's been like ten years, you know, I spent like ten years to get my uh, to get my uh, uh, diploma MDF degree. That's pretty common at RPTS. We know people that have done that, right? Yeah. So you take a class a semester or so, and it just takes a long time to yeah. get it. But eventually, the goal is complete. Yeah, it, it it works out great, you know. And when I, you know, the uh, the day the day of the graduation, my my prof- professor put me aside, like you know, if you don't graduate today, you know, we are not gi- we are not going to give you a uh, MDiv, uh, you know, Master of Divinity. We give you a uh, Master of Eternity. <laughs> Infinity, something like that. You know, I mean, it's been too long, but they they have been great to me. You know, Fabulous. yeah, yeah. RPTS, RPTS on Penn Avenue, right there in yeah, yeah. Penn Avenue. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so then, ten years you're studying for your MDiv. You finally get it. All this time you're still a photographer at the Post Gazette, but then you sort of drew a line and said, "I'm going to leave the Post Gazette behind and I'm going to go into full time ministry." Yeah. Eventually, I know that when God comes locking on the door you cannot resist that you know i've been rejecting rejecting he says okay i love my job you know it's you know it it provides me so many stories that i can tell right now and then i know that that's inside me this is a strong voice that okay it's about time it's about time and you know that we all make we all try to bargain with god you know god you know just let me stay as a photographer as long as you want me to and at that time you know that newspaper newspaper business is not doing so great not like it once was no 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 never i said okay just let me do don't don't just give me more time give me more time give me a sign give me a sign that you know that you want me to go full time and 
2019, you know, the Post Gazette won the Pulitzer Prize. I said, that's it, you know, I, I can leave my job in a high note. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a clear, you know, I, I don't want to say a clear side, but it's just like there's nothing that, there's nothing I can do right. to, to top that. To top that, yeah. Talk about that. I mean, so you were on that team that won the Pulitzer. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's it's a tragedy. You know, we are not we are not proud of winning the Pulitzer by you know covering the tragedy. Of course not. But it's you know it's something that just moved me forward. You know, okay, it's it's a tragedy, but on the other hand, it's just like okay, there's something that I need to do. You know, to and that was a story that needed to be told. Yeah, yeah, and people need to know. You yeah. know, something that okay, people. People call us names there, you know, when we are covering the tragedy, you know, you, you know, they call us names. But still, we, we need to tell the truth. Just like as a pastor, we are, we, people might not like it, but we are the one who is telling the truth, mm-hmm. the truth, his truth, capital H, to other people. Mm-hmm. Similar nature. Yes. Okay, so then the Pulitzer, a career milestone, you take that as a sign, you get your MDiv, you're going to go... I'm going to become a pastor, a full-time pastor. Now, you're a pastor at the Pittsburgh Chinese Church of Oakland. Yes. Talk about that. Uh, there you are. You, you know, you're not a, a fresh newbie face. You're, uh, are you taking the pictures for the directory? Or, I mean, or what? Uh, just... No. They, we have... <laughs> <laughs> I tried I tried to, but I don't even have a camera. You know, and even my wife said, do you? Do you miss photography? Do you even know how to work? I, I know, I know. I said, do you do you want a camera for for Christmas? I said, yeah, yes or no. But I, you know, but I just don't have time to do that. But you know, if I maybe one time I would be like Pastor Charles Stanley. Mm. You know, he loves right. to take right. pictures Fabulous. and and you know right outside and, our wall. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And photography can be a ministry. You can use different means to to proclaim the the word of God. Yes. Same thing. But different, different, totally different, different um, ministry. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, talk about the Pittsburgh Chinese Church of Oakland. Now, uh, we know that we we, uh, we worship in Oakland. I mean, Oakland's you know an international community, right? So, how many how many people attend regular? What is the What does it all look like? Are you talking about before the pandemic or after? Oh the yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's interesting. So, tell us about that. That's different. You know, yeah. before the pandemic, it's just like we have like twenty, two hundred, two hundred. Um, uh, uh, people, two hundred people, regular in, attendance, in regular on, attendance Sunday. On, on Sunday, regular Sunday, and that's why when I when I start as a uh, as a full time pastor, yeah. it's a uh, January first, two thousand and twenty. Three months before the oh, pandemic. Oh my gracious! Yeah, there you go. What a surprise, you know. As uh. and people always ask me, you know, why 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 you why you pick that time, and I said. You know, I said to them, I'm not a prophet. You know, how would I know the pandemic will hit? And, you know, from 200 people and down to like 10 people. Oh. It's a pastor, the media team, and... Three people. Three, four oh. people. And it was like, it's it's devastating. It's just like, and, and they said, Lake, you're doing a great job. Now, how can I do a great job when there's a 200 people down to three people? Right. But they're very supportive. They're very tolerant to me, and they know that how much you know how much we, you know, suffer as as a team. Yes. from 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 a full house to like a empty sanctuary. So it's, the community's been de- decimated in some way. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's God's grace. After that, you know, people start to come back. You know, we start 
to do ministry differently. You know, we have we spend more time, you know, visiting brothers and sisters and try to encourage them. Try to uh, try to ease the fear. You know, it's all fear factor and yes. the way that the way that they uh, they handle themselves. They say, oh, okay, they they have different reasons not to come back. Medical med- medical reason, you know, personal reason. No matter how you know how to help them, they just like mm-hmm. they just shine away from coming back to church. But mm-hmm. it's God's grace, you know. We start we start to see people coming back and coming back finally, finally. And what surpri- what surprises me is, and during the pandemic, you know, after after we open a little bit, and we you can see how many brothers and sisters they are willing to step up to the plate to serve. Mm. And on the other hand, there's always two sides of stories. And, you know, you, you will be surprised to see how many leaders, they are not, they are not coming back for good, mm. for whatever reason. Gone forever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for a mask, you know, uh, for a mask right. regulation, right. for a vaccination mandate. Right. And they don't yeah. like how you're doing something and so they're not Yeah, yeah, back. yeah. They always, you know, they always, you know, have their own agenda. But we cannot force them to do that. We no. just, like, raise up more future needers too. Okay, okay I'm going to stop you right there because we need to take a break. So let's come back with Lake Fong. Uh, Lake's a pastor at Pittsburgh Chinese Church. We have a couple more minutes before the end of the hour, so we'll talk to him, hear about his transition from being a photojournalist at the PG to a pastor in a church in the middle of a pandemic. Good job, Lake. <laughs> I know. Pittsburgh Chinese Church, welcome, you know, to keep telling. Yeah, because For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. This holiday season, why not give the gift of a good night's sleep? This is Greg Trusinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, our factory direct business model allows us to provide a better quality product at a better price than mainstream mattress retailers. We hand build our products in our own local factories and sell them directly to you in our own stores. Not only does this save you money, it also means we can offer local delivery or arrange in-store pickup on most items by the holidays. Visit an OMF location today for a better night's sleep this Christmas. 
This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. This holiday season, Universal Pictures and Illumination Entertainment presents the best movie you'll ever hear. Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, and Taron Egerton are all in Sing 2, featuring over 40 hit songs with electrifying performances. We cannot let that bully steal our hopes and dreams. Guts, faith, these are the things you need now. Sing 2 is rated PG and only in theaters this Christmas. For information on how you could win a family four-pack, head to theentertainmentanswer.com. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. Yeah, I could go home. Yeah. <laughs> Lake Fong yeah. is with us from the Pittsburgh Chinese Church of Oakland, uh, formerly a uh, Pulitzer Prize winner at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Um, so, like, let me just ask you this. Um, what do you love about pastoring? Parenting, just like parenting. Mm. You raise up the next generation, just like Paul raised up Timothy. And mm. that's, how, that's, how, that's how we we would like to do it. It's not, you know, because we, one one day we'll go, you know, we'll go away, we'll fade away. You know, we cannot do as much as we used to. That's why we need to raise up the next generation. The next generation, it's great. They have so much energy. But the thing is, the thing is, you know, we need to do it like the new way because they like, we cannot only preach to them. They always ask, you know, how would you do that? They want to see how you do it. They want to see they how they want to watch you. They want to know how you react, how you do. It. Don't don't preach to me too much. Don't don't talk to me. Don't don't quote the Bible. You know, show me how you live out your gospel center living. It's gospel center living, not gospel center talking or or sharing. Mm. They want to know how you do it, and because you know Auckland Church, I mean Pittsburgh Chinese Church, Auckland. They, we have uh, we mainly focus minister students from all over the world. Oh sure, yeah, and that's how majority of them are students. They want to know, you know, how you act. And probably for a lot of students, the first time they have encountered Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of uh, uh, non-believers, and that's why we do student ministry. I see the main, the main, our main focus. You know, family ministry. Yes, we serve them just like. Just like us, you know, serving our kids when they come back for Thanksgiving. Right. I told them that I'm so glad I can serve you. And same thing that, you know, as a, as, a, as, a, as a pastor in Auckland. And we always said we have a mentality to serve them. What do they need? How do we provide them? How do you share the gospel with them? And by, by walking the faith, not only talking about your faith. Mm. Yeah. We certainly need that, don't we? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of great pastors, you know, they can talk. But, you know, when it comes to walking real with life, Christ, real integrity. life, integrity, yeah. Yeah. A, a life of devotion, it's not there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'm so glad you could come in. I mean, I know you've been here before, but I haven't. Yeah. 
Kathy wasn't here. The zinc's back. Yeah. I was so disappointed. <laughs> of course you were. Yeah. I was disappointed. Uh-huh. Yeah, John, you're great. Yeah. And Kathy, yeah. And Thanks, it's man. always my pleasure to talk to you guys. Thank yeah. You, really happy to have you. Well, fabulous. Okay. Pittsburgh Chinese Church of Oakland. And if people want to know more about it. And come and worship with you? Yeah. Come. Because one one advertisement, we are in need of a youth pastor because we are, we our youth pastor left for... California. We are in need of a youth pastor who would love to work with young people. Fabulous. Now you're on the web, right? People can stop and see you. What's yeah, the, P- pcco.org. Pcco.org. Yeah. Pittsburgh Chinese okay. Church of Oakland. Lake Fong has been with us. Pastor, it's great to see you. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you all. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll open up the phones. We're going to ask you something you did during the pandemic that you're proud of. Open phones at 525. Looking forward to that. Stay with us. It's the Wednesday edition and it is the ride home. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Democrat Senator Joe Manchin reportedly discussing some rule changes with Republicans. Bob Agnew reports. Members of the GOP leadership have told The Hill Manchin has reached out on talks about rules changes that might make it easier to get things done. The West Virginia moderate is under pressure from his own party to help them abolish the Senate filibuster, a procedure that makes it easier for the minority to wield influence by forcing a bill to pass by a 60-vote threshold. Manchin has repeatedly opposed ending the filibuster, but may favor other smaller changes. He told The Hill he'd like to see, in his words, any rules that would basically help this place work. Bob Agner reporting. State lawmakers may help pay for people from other states to come to California for abortions if the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. A report released today has the support of top legislative leaders and Governor Gavin Newsom. This is SRN News. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. 
and wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, were you able to get them the cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United, United Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 24. Rather cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 40. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow night with a low 36, but temperatures will rise to the lower 40s. For Friday, mostly cloudy skies. It will be milder with a passing shower or two in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. About a month ago, Kath, I was in Aldi, and on the end cap, they were selling um, advent calendars. Okay. Now, and was there a different Aldi's product? No, it was, just, okay. it was just Aldi advent calendars. All right. No, I did not grow up with the uh, advent calendar as a kid. I got one from my mother-in-law when uh, when we got married. Oh, uh, like a, a seat, like you would bring it out every year. Yep. Okay, so these were like you know sort of disposable ones. Sure. Right? Where yeah, you yeah. Open up the yeah. little door. There's a piece I didn't of even, chocolate. I didn't even realize that was a thing it's until a big I thing. got married. Right. Yeah. So now they they're ubiquitous in many ways, and they become part of, for better or worse. Well, I would say probably worse, part of popular culture. Um. If you never had an advent calendar, and of course, if you're a believer, you're following along day to day. Uh, generally, you know it's geared towards younger kids. There's, you know, there's like a little door that opens up. There's sometimes there's a Bible verse or an activity. Sometimes there's a, a sweet, a treat, a piece of chocolate or something like that, mm-hmm. and you follow along from Advent Sunday until Christmas Eve. Right? It's you know the journey that you're traveling on. Well, popular culture has mimicked, as I said the advent calendar and it appears though that Chanel has the perfume company yes Chanel apparently has, has an advent calendar yes they do along with many other high-end retailers now there's a controversy no wait yesterday we talked about like Fendi and Gucci making backgammon boards and cribbage boards right and you know uh I don't remember who it was who was doing the you know four thousand eight hundred dollar poker yes something similar to this now Chanel has a $825 advent calendar. 
$825, which actually pales in comparison. Wait, does it? So it has perfume every day? Yeah, it has. This is the controversy. Now, have you seen the have you seen the calendar? No. Okay, let me show it to you. I'll just turn my laptop right. around so you can see. It's in the shape of a Chanel oh, of, bottle. Of a Chanel bottle. And then it opens up. The bottle opens up, and then there are you know numbers. You're just following like sure, the number. Right. Day one, December day two, 1st, day three. December first, December second. Right. So apparently, within the little boxes, there's you know lipstick. Um, you know. That's a little gross. Giveaways. That's just. I mean, I know that I'm not. They're outside the church, so it's not like they're thinking about the Jesus element. But that's well, why seems, would you seems do that? a little gauche. Very much so. Do you okay? think? Yes. Okay. So here's what happened. On December 3rd, someone named Elise Harmon, who is a TikToker in California, posted a video of herself unboxing a Chanel advent calendar in the aforementioned shape of the Chanel number no. 5 bottle. So she says, am I crazy? I've never seen a Chanel advent calendar, so let's see if it's worth the hype. So she opens it up. She gave the calendar itself a 10 out of 10 for packaging, but she was upset, apparently, to open a box and discover what appeared to be Chanel stickers for day one. Day two had a hand cream, and so it went. Eight more posts. She revealed perfumes. She liked those. Chanel keychains, not so much. Then Chanel lipstick, nail polish, mostly good. A mirror, a rope bracelet a Chanel wax stamp, a plastic mini snow globe, a Chanel dust bag was the thing that drove the TikToker over the edge. Mm -hmm. So now apparently other people have coughed up $825. There is no Jesus in this. There is no hope of a new resurrection or or Christ. or, Or even there's no giving. No. It's all buying and using and so now, you get yourself a treat, a little treat for every day of December. That's the advent calendar. Now, look, other major high-end brands have followed along. Dior, you can buy one for $550. Armani's advent calendar is $310. Saint Laurent is $300. Tiffany version, the advent calendar, a four-foot-tall cabinet with a reproduction of the Jean-Michael Basquat painting from Tiffany's recent equals pie ad campaign on the front and 24 gift box inside the tiffany advent calendar goes for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> oh what does God. that mean when popular culture especially high-end popular culture i guess it doesn't really mean especially parrot the church it's really no poorly. different than the aldi one it's every bit as secular as the aldi one it's just one's more expensive no wait now. I, now I don't know this. I, my vision of you know a childhood at because when our kids and our, like our our kids went to a, a church workshop, they made an advent calendar. Okay. Now there were aforementioned, like I said, Bible verses. There was you know the Holy Family traveling along the road. All those. That's not like the Tiffany or. or that might not be like Dior. the Aldi one either. I mean, the Aldi one might have. Rudolph in one and Frosty in another one. You know, it might. I, I mean, I'm not trying to pan the Aldi one, but I'm just. No, you I'm, don't know, right? You I, don't know. I don't know. But but I'm sure if like you went to Amazon and typed in Advent Calendar, you would get all, all sorts of manner of, of Advent Calendars, right? I, I don't know. It seems like it's a perfect snapshot of where we are in Western culture. Well, the culture leads, not the faith. 
Okay, so I just went to Amazon mm-hmm. to Advent Calendar 2021, mm-hmm. and, and um, we can get the Home Alone Advent Calendar. Okay. We can get the Godiva Chocolatier Holiday Gourmet Chocolate Advent Calendar, mm-hmm. National Geographic Advent Calendar, um, the Christmas Advent Calendar of Christmas Warm Cotton Socks. So every day you get a pair of socks? Mm-hmm. What's your Advent journey? You can do the Pokemon Advent Calendar, Purple Ladybug 2021. Uh, Hershey Milk Chocolate Kisses Advent Calendar, mm, Mandalorian, well, don't, Candy what, Filled. Okay, so say someone bought your child the Pokemon. How about the Slime Kit Advent Calendar? Mm-hmm, slime every day. All right, so say somebody bought your child the Slime Kit Advent Calendar. Yes. Well, they would say. I guess a natural question would be, well, what's Advent? Right. That's a very good question. And I'm sure most people don't know what Advent is. If you're not, if you're outside the church, how would you know what Advent was? So why would you? Because it's a countdown to Christmas. It's not about Advent. Right. Okay, that's it. Just a Christmas countdown. And it's kind of a way to get, especially to get people excited about the holidays. You get, you know, if Christmas is about the gifts to you, then every day of getting a little gift is kind of like a preamble. Right. So it kind of, it's like an appetizer to the entree. Christmas. Now, here's the thing I wonder about. I don't know historically where Advent calendars came from. Was that a was that a church tradition, or was that a, a manufacturer's decision? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll look that up for tomorrow's show. You would think that it would become you know a piece of consumerism first, right? Although yeah. maybe not. I mean, you know, pre people having their own Bible, maybe the Advent calendar was a tool for teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Or just anticipation because for the, the advent family. calendar that that uh, we had in our house all the years our kids were growing up mm-hmm. is it was for each there was like a little pocket for each date in December ours too yeah. and there was like a little element of the Christmas story on Velcro and so you would take that little right. piece out and you'd stick it on yes I've the seen, background exactly and then by the end you've assembled the whole story right. But then after you know eight or nine years the Velcro stopped working and I find like you know. A, one of the cats is playing with a shepherd. or well, I'm something. vacuuming over the advent calendar. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. It just happened. Why? Yeah. Why is why is there a uh, a donkey there in the middle of the kitchen right. floor? Anyway, there is a. We did not know this. A controversy over the Chanel TikTok beauty advent calendar. I'm very excited to. Mm. Is that what you got me for Christmas, John? The advent ca- No, mm-hmm. I didn't get you anything. That's, that. that's the rule around here, and that's a good rule. It's hard to believe. Okay. Uh, the worlds we've made, sometimes the conversation that began when we were born keeps going. We're going to talk to you. Oh, you can uh, get a plate of Advent Calendar. 101.5 WORD. This week on Insight for Living, Chuck Swindoll offers a fresh perspective on what it means to share our faith in Jesus Christ. Evangelism isn't a churchy thing. Evangelism is a Christian thing. It's the life of Christ being shared with someone else. We need to remember that. Gain a whole new appreciation for what it means to engage in the Great Commission when you listen this week to Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Christmas is coming. We need to buy for Aunt Sue. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Sal. For Mom and Dad. Mom's dog Chewbacca. some Legos. City's teachers. Pastor. Grandma wants a VCR machine. VCR? Legos. We need three hands. Two turkeys. Christmas bulbs. Wrapping paper. I want Legos. And Legos. If you're worried that holiday spending is going to deck your halls, there is something to consider. 
Maybe never in the history of time have we had a moment where home values have skyrocketed this much while interest rates have dropped this much. And what that has brought into play is the cash out refinance loan. We've had so many listeners this year take advantage of this moment by cashing out a chunk of that newfound equity or money in their homes and at the same time even lower their monthly payment or years on their loan. It's a very unique current opportunity. We are United, United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID 128231 Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states including New York. Offer based in loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. With the holidays right around the corner, would a little extra cash come in handy? Instead of loading up those high interest credit cards, get the cash you need the smart way. With home values at all-time highs and interest rates still low, Cash Call Mortgage can help you get the cash you need from your home's equity and get a low interest rate at the same time. How does a cash-out refinance mortgage and a rate in APR in the twos sound? We'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Need extra holiday cash? Want to pay off high-interest debt? Or just put money away for a rainy day? Then a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage is the perfect solution. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Isn't friendship an interesting journey? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? I mean, all the people that you meet... And you get to know well. Uh, some people, you you love them as friends. But, you know, years move on. Families change. Job situations change. Friendships are elastic. Yeah. Right? People come and go out of your life. And uh, I don't know about you. but And when you're with them, you think that that will never happen. Right. That'll never happen. Because it's so we'll, intimate. We'll oftentimes. always be friends. But then sometimes you, I, I do. Sometimes I wake up and I go, wonder how Doug's doing. Yep. And it's so easy today. I mean, I, mean, I don't wake up thinking about Doug. I don't know. I don't know Doug. <laughs> hey, Doug. <laughs> Cass thinking about you at two a.m., my friend. And she hasn't seen you in a while. I'm or, just, or never. I mean, I'm just yeah. <laughs> who's Doug? I woke up at two a.m. thinking about some guy named Doug, and I don't even know what's going on. He's somebody's friend. I sure hope he's okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's the worst intro ever. Tommy Wealthy's with us. Hey, Tommy. Tommy's going to be like, what, Tommy? How you doing? Hi, <laughs> guys. How you doing? <laughs> We're good. Oh, gosh. That's a funny thing, though. When you're in a relationship, I remember um, I had a um, a small group my husband and I did when we first got married, and there was there were uh, three couples in the group. And um, I remember us, we would we were together all the time. But at one particular point, we were together, and uh, one of the couple said, you know what we should do? We should, like, go on a trip together somewhere. Like, you know, and... I said, oh, that's a good idea. And then someone from another couple said, well, we should do it now while we're still friends. And I looked at him and I said, 
why would you say that? Like, that's that's ridiculous. He said, well, I know. I'm just saying, like, that, you know, we should do it. Well, yeah. now the six of us really aren't friends. Really? All these years mm-hmm. later. I mean, we are, but we just don't see each other. Not it's not like we're not enemies tight. or we, like, have deep resentments. It's just – but what he said that I thought was so horrible at that moment was actually true. Yeah. So what does that Absolutely. tell you, Tommy? What What is that – I mean – I guess I'm not asking you to exp- explain the essence of friendship, but what does it make you think of? <laughs> yeah, I, so I have spent the last 10 years since graduating college moving around from place to place to place and quickly developing friendships and then moving again and those friendships fading or changing. And I just feel like that's the nature of life. And I'm starting to have kids and enter into kind of a more steady pace of life. As I'm finding whatever happened to so-and-so. Jack, uh, my friend Tim, or uh, Phil, and just wondering what's going on with them, and then they pop up on Facebook and being like, oh, this is different than what it was when we were young, and yet the affection's still there, people care about them, but it's different, and so I think that's that's something I'm learning as I enter into kind of fatherhood and settling down finally after 10 years of moving around. Yeah. So is that okay, or is that something that we should be fighting fighting against? I... You know, I I have this theory that maybe uh, social media is not good for us. I think it's fairly normal, um, and social media exasperates it. I think life changes and moves, and you know, we're different people every day, um, and we become different people, and and we have new people enter in and enter out based on circumstances. And I think the social media aspect changes because you feel a level of guilt, a level of you know, I, I have to maintain every of my 1,500 friends. I have to maintain a deep, intimate relationship with all of them, which is just impossible. It's really yeah. impossible. And so, yeah. Um, I remember my Graham, she had a, a, a lamp, like a wall lamp. You know, it's my Graham. And on it, it had a phrase, make new friends and keep the old. One is silver, the other gold. Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, that was on her wall forever. I'm, you know, eight years old reading that and really had no conception, you know, as an eight year old, what the heck that was all about. But Tommy, you write the, about this piece. We found you um, at Fathom magazine and you wrote a piece yeah. called The Worlds We've Made. Sometimes the conversation that began when we were born keeps going and you talk about friendships and, you know, you start to talk about this. These people that you knew, uh, Kathy and Patty and their friendship. I mean, the ever-changing nature of what it is to be a friend. I mean, capsulize that for us. Can you just about Kathy and Patty and their journey? Yeah, so Kathy and Patty, uh, Patty's actually my mom. Um, and Kathy is my oldest friend, Ian's mom. And, yeah, they hit it off, like, in the hospital, right as they were recovering from having us. Like, in labor, they're sharing a room together. They hit it off. They deliver two boys, and they... For about a year, they stay in really close contact, and this is before social media. Um, and it's out in the Midwest, and you know, winter happens, and it's just time happens, and raising two babies is really tough. And so, just they kind of the friendship fizzled, um, as friendships do. And then when we both kind of serendipitously moved to this little town, like very tiny town, um, I remember when the first stoplight came in, hmm. and yeah. Somehow, Kathy moved there and Patty moved there, and here are two boys. And all of a sudden, they stepped right back into that hospital friendship, and their boys stayed friends. I mean, Ian and I will go a year without talking, and then we'll spend six months talking every day, even now. But it's 
that conversation stops and pauses and but when we enter into it, it keeps going like we never pause and so my mom and me mom have that experience Eden and I have that um, and my my son actually who's seven he had a friend move away and when they jump on FaceTime the conversation is like they might not have talked for two or three weeks which is a lifetime to a seven-year-old yeah and yeah the conversation just keeps going that there's friendships we can just step right back into um, which has been a real blessing in my life um, to have people like Ian um, who I can step back into that. Hmm. I love that. Tommy Welty's with us, poet and pastor in Southern California. His writing and poetry has been featured at Christ in Pop Culture, Rock and Sling, NPR's All Things Considered. Um, Tommy, let me ask you this. Being a poet, um, does that does that hurt your personal relationships or help them? Like, you know, and you know what I mean, right? Because you're a deep thinker yeah, yeah. and you're all, I, you know, you're always looking at things a little differently than the average person. What does that, what does that do to your personal life? Um, you know, this actual, this piece is, um, plays a role in it because it kind of came out as a poet. There's a lot, you'll see a lot of repetition yeah. in it. Um, and I, before I started writing, Fathom asked me to write for this issue. Um, and and so I reached out to Ian. I was like, hey, Ian, I've been asked to write this. Ian's not a Christian. I am. Um, Fathom's a Christian publication. Are you okay with me writing this? And then I made the cardinal sin of once it was published, asking him, hey, what did you think? Mm. Um, it's hard because, I mean, no writing truly is – I'm not reporting here. There's some mythologizing happening, and I'm using metaphor to explain concrete things and – it was interesting how Ian responded to this piece versus how I felt about it. Um, and he was very generous and kind. Um, and we were just chatting actually today. Um, but it, it's interesting as a writer, what do you put out there? Even as a pastor, I ask my kids, hey, is it okay if I include you in my sermon? And sometimes they say yes and sometimes they say no. But I feel a particular responsibility to honor in that relationship more than the work itself. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why. And so, yeah. Um, and there's some things I write that never see the light of day um, out of prudence and or it's no good. <laughs> a lot of it's no good. But, uh, yeah, so as a poet, it's, it's sometimes, I think, hard for folks to separate. Okay, he's not reporting this. He's just kind of he's feeling his way through this experience. And uh, that can be hard, right. I think, for people who are much more concrete thinkers. Yeah, to be honest, though, I mean, you know, I, I think both Kath and I, we <laughs> gravitate towards the poet. because. Yeah, we do. You know, the idea of the concrete, which is, you know, we're all living in these concrete canyons now. The world seems, you know, black and white and very harsh many times. So we need the poets. I mean, I I, I need the, the layers of complexity. Yeah. I need the sweetness mixed in with the harshness. I also need the mystery of it all because that's what life is made and up we, of. And we need the comedian. Yeah. We need the clown to point out our own silliness but in some ways right tommy i mean you know this right poets get a bad rap don't they i yeah i've been accused of being flaky or kind of abstract and heady and um just speak to me in plain language and what i think is very plain language um yeah i had a lady at the end of my sermon on sunday go sometimes i find the bible very hard um, because it's not speaking to me in just the facts thank you very much is your X, Y, Z, this is what you're supposed to do, but it comes with story and poem and um, proverb and image. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's very hard for us, yeah. but we need it. And I think that's how we're wired to humans. Well, and so look how much of the Bible is poetry. You know, we don't oh, yeah. often allow people who don't 
read poetry or who don't who wouldn't think of it in that sense we we i think we cut them short or sell them short by not explaining how important that kind of writing is and it's so important that god has highlighted it for us in such magnificent ways in our own scripture you know i i I think that we would we're the poorer for not understanding that yeah 100 percent as I got into poetry in college, and it just opened up the scriptures to me. As I was reading contemporary poets, um, kind of classical poets like Gerard Manley Hopkins, mm-hmm. it just opens up this text I've been familiar with since birth, really, um, in ways that are, I understand God more. I feel like God actually understands me more, because mm-hmm. I'm not just a thinking creature. I'm a feeling creature. I'm At times, I'm complex. I don't make sense. I don't make sense to my own self, yes. and to the people around me, and... And yet God sees that, and he speaks to it, and he moves in it. Mm-hmm. So, I have a friend, uh, childhood buddies, uh, brothers, and one guy grew up, and for his living, for many years, he wrote technical manuals. Oh, gosh. Now, can you imagine how dry that must oh, wow. be? Wow. And his brother <laughs> was a poet. I mean, oh, wow. from the same mother and totally oh, different gosh. perspectives. But, I mean, you can't make that up. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine how Christmas dinner was for them. I, that's exactly. I was thinking what what it was like getting like preparing it. Yeah, like yeah. you know, they fighting about who's doing the mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> so Tommy, we only have a minute left. Um, okay. so for people who um are listening to this and they think I don't know anything about poetry, I don't see why this is a big deal. I mean, they haven't read your piece. I'll post it later. Um, but you know why? What's the, what's, what's the point? You said it helped you in your spiritual life. You felt like you understood the scriptures better. Um, what else should people consider? Why should they pick up a poem or maybe look at the book of Psalms differently? Um, well, I think we sometimes are, poetry speaks to me at a, at a really effective level in my emotions and in my feelings. And I think often we're very afraid of our feelings. And, uh, and so it teaches me to see that anew. Um, and sometimes poetry, because it's abstract, can be very hard to read. Um, so I would actually suggest picking up a collection by um, Billy Collins. Um, mm, that, love a Billy great Collins. poem. Yeah, he's the lanyard. He's, he's simple to read. Um, that was the first poem, poem I ever loved. What poem was it? The lanyard. The lanyard, wonderful. Um, he's got a poem called "The Trouble with Poetry," hmm. and he calls poetry like trying to like tie it down to a chair and beat sense out of it, <laughs> when really it's like a mouse water scheme. Um, I think that's a fun way to kind of re-see the world and re-see our emotions. So his poetry is a really great entry place to start, actually. Um, But The Trouble with Poetry, I think, is a great book and a great poem for that, to kind of explain and feel your way towards why poetry is important. Fabulous. That's great. Well, Tommy, thanks. Tommy, thanks. We kind of meandered with the conversation, but uh, thanks for being game to join us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Yeah, that's Tommy Welty. You can find his writing uh, on Twitter because he posts it at Tommy Welty. That's T-O-M-M-Y-W-E-L-T-Y. Yeah, we're talking about a piece that he wrote at Fathom Magazine. Called The Worlds We've Made. Sometimes the conversation that began when we were born keeps on going. You send your kid to college. Praying that you've done the right thing, that the groundwork is in place for that child of yours to succeed. Now, you look at higher education today. I, I think a lot of us would agree it's a hot mess. Mm-hmm. It's too expensive. However, serious intellectual inquiry requires a measure of maturity 
and rigor and courage, especially in today's topsy-turvy world. I believe that Grove City College is well-equipped to allow your child to have that courage in the serious intellectual inquiry and to have a Christ-centeredness that Christ is in all things in every classroom, in every discussion, Mm -hmm. in every public activity, all that there exists at Grove City. So we don't have to be afraid of, oh, are we going to talk about that? Are we going to talk about that? I mean, if, if, if all of it belongs to God, then talking about somebody else's perspective shouldn't be threatening, right? It should be a way that we get to know what the world is, get to know who we are better so that we can have conversations that matter once we exit this place. I think it's part of education, John. Without a doubt. Be bold, be courageous, be Christ-centered. Look online at an education that's quality, gcc.edu. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. For two nights only, December 17th and 18th, Museum of the Bible will present Keith and Kristen Getty live in concert. The show Sing and Irish Christmas will feature the Gettys and friends performing seven new songs along with classic Christmas carols. Get your tickets now. The Gettys won't be performing anywhere else in the D.C. area this holiday season. Sing and Irish Christmas with Keith and Kristen Getty, December 17th and 18th. Go to museumofthebible.org for more information. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 24. Rather cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 40. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow night with a low 36, but temperatures will rise to the lower 40s. For Friday, mostly cloudy skies. It will be milder with a passing shower or two in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. thinking a lot. I think probably you have as well, right? Because we're all sort of stuck in it. About the pandemic and what that's done to us. How we're different now than we were at the start. Right. I mean, for better or worse. Oftentimes we talk too much in culture, in media, in social media, about how bad it's all been. Well, it's and been it has pretty been bad. bad. Yeah, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. You can't. Because it's been a train wreck. And we continue on, right? Like I said, we're, you know, this is, we're ending year two of the pandemic here shortly. We're about 60 days away from that, if you're keeping score at home. About to enter into some degree of the third 
consecutive year of living in a pandemic world. The health concerns, the politics, the emotional costs, the friendships, what it's done to jobs, marriages, churches, families, all that. It's such a mess. But you're right, Kath. Generally, it's easier to see the negative mm-hmm. because it's, I mean. Because COVID ruins negative. everything. COVID does ruin everything. Thank Having you. Having t-shirts made. You should yeah, copyright that. Too late now. I just we should it. have the t-shirts made. But we've been thinking about this, and we talked about this yesterday during the 4 o'clock hour, and I think it sort of struck a chord with us. I thought about it last night. I talked to my wife about it last night, and with our audience as well. Like, okay, as, as bad as things have been, we've been thinking about something that happened, something that we did, intentionally did, created during the pandemic that we're proud of, or something that we weathered through the pandemic that we're proud of something that's small or large something heroic something trivial i think all of us have to own some aspect of at least a nugget of something good right i mean we're so versed like we said to the negative what's the positive of the pandemic especially in your own personal life we're opening up the phones at 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. We did this on yesterday's show in the 4 o'clock hour, and we liked it so much, we decided to expand it to today and do it uh, for you guys who listen uh, in this segment of the show. So the question is, tell us something you did during the pandemic that you're proud of. It can be something small, something large, something heroic, something trivial. Whatever it is, tell us something that you did that you're proud of. It can be... I started a garden. It can be, I made my bed every day. Hmm. I got a dog. I got sober. I learned to speak another language. I started to go to therapy. Whatever it is, it can be anything. 800-320-8255. We want to hear from you. Yeah, we'll take a quick break, step away, but give us a call. Let us know. 800-320-8255. Some pandemic good news, something you did that you could share with us. We'll share ours, but we're interested in what you have to say, your voice. 800-320-8255. 101.5-WORD. In poverty-stricken Ethiopia, children are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. They're starving and dying. But our ministry partners at Save the Children are there to help. Your $60 one-time gift can provide the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the emergency nutrition and medication to bring a child back from the brink of death. Every little bit you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836. You can give online at wordfm.com, keyword, Save the Children. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. 
Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 12-31-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be deep. Delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Tell us something you did during the pandemic that you are proud of. It can be something really, really small, or it can be something huge. Gigantic. Whatever you want to share, we want to hear it, because I think we'd all benefit from recognizing that it's not all been for a loss. Yes, right? here's some good news. Yeah, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. Very nice. Hey, Joyce, you're live with Kath and myself. What's your good news during the pandemic? Well, I I did something that I'm very proud of, because I wanted to do this for about 40 years, nice. <laughs> and every winter I would say... I'm going to start that project, but winter would come and go. So I organized my photos. Oh, good for you. <laughs> That's my, wonderful. My young, I have a daughter, two daughters, 40 and 42. And, you know, I started out with the first one, getting them in some albums. But after that, it all went south. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really big accomplishment because since there was nothing to do, you know, to go out or anything, I had to find something to um to occupy myself. That's a wonderful use of your time. I bet your kids will really appreciate that. Yes, I think they will. How many photos, Joyce? What do you think? Um, probably hundreds, thousands, hundreds. maybe. Thousands, thousands, maybe, yeah. Yeah, probably are, thousands, yeah. Are, are they all in books? <laughs> no, not all of them. Some are just in envelopes, but by year. So that might be something I can work on in the future, but at least they're organized. And all the the um, the, the girls' pictures, um, you know, the, the bigger ones that you go to the photo studio and get. Yeah. I put those all um, in a uh, little box for them and gave them their pictures. Um, 
So and anyway, just organized everything and even some things with my grandchildren. So. Excellent. That's, That's really wonderful. good news. Okay, I'll take I that, love right? That. Organizing love. family photos. Because it is one of those things you kind of go, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to, that to that someday. Someday arrived for Joyce during the pandemic. 800-320-8255. What was something you did during the pandemic uh, that you're proud of? Something little, something gigantic, uh, somewhere in between. Give us a call. Let's go back to the phones. And uh, Lala, hey, Lala, you're live in the air. Hey, how you doing? Good, yeah. how are you? All right, thank you for having me on the air. Sure. Uh, well, what I did for the pandemic is I was a health care provider, and I was able to help my lady who's in a wheelchair throughout the whole pandemic, and I'm still helping her today. I'm proud of myself. You should be proud of yourself, Lala. I I can't imagine how grateful she is for you being in her life. She is. She she tells me all the time. Nice. So what's it look like day-to-day, Lala? I mean, that's got to be an awful lot of work for you. Well, um, it's just something I was born to do. I I don't see it no differently. Yeah. I like it. Hey, God gave me a strength that I didn't know I had. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Isn't that awesome? That's a good phone call. Thanks, Lala. I love Appreciate that. you being here. All right. 800 320 Hey, Dan, you're with us. What do you got? I stayed married. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. John Gatti, I'm just kidding. It's been a long time since I've called in. I don't know if you remember me, sure. Reverend Dan from sure. Salzburg. Um, hey, I'm on, I'm almost to my church. My wife's doing a kids club thing with about 30 elementary school students. I'm going to read a story here in a few minutes. I'm pulling into the parking lot. But what I what I've done is I started right before the pandemic giving platelets every two oh, or three weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that morphed last spring into a conversation with Rachel up in Harmerville where I do it every other week or so. Um, that uh, the blood drives are dry. Uh, the the businesses, the colleges and the churches all dried up. So I started a blood drive at my church. We did one September eleventh. We did one just on November twenty seventh. The next one's January twenty ninth. And then the Saturday before Holy Week, because every Christian should be giving blood regularly if they can, but especially the week before Holy Week or during Holy Work Week or on Good Friday, the day that Jesus spilled his blood for us. Mm. And every Christian should be, think about that. If you are healthy, you need to go give blood, and they need it, and it's a good cause. It's a, you know, you're helping somebody out that you'll never meet it's a wonderful thing. So that's what I'm proud of, that we started a blood drive, and I've been trying awesome. to do my part. That's awesome. Thank you, Dan. Very nice. Excellent. What a good call. 800-320-8255. What did you do during the pandemic that you're proud of? That's very good. Uh, let's go back to the phones. And, uh, is this line one? Uh, this is line four. Line four, Darlene. Yep. Hey, Darlene, uh, thanks for being with us here today. What do you got? Hi. How are you all? Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. I listen to you. I listen to this show all the time. Thanks, darling. I'm a Swiss Belgian, John. Hey, dig that. I like it. Go Swiss Bell. (laughs) Class of 76. Nice. Now, however, I had a stroke at work. I'm a nurse. um, Thanksgiving last year. Mm. And I stepped out of the job for a while. I had to recuperate over that. Uh, however, during that recuperation, I remained faithful. Mm-hmm. I even had uh, we had virtual visits with our church on Sundays, 
because some, you know, some of the, the church closed up for a while. Right. I am a part of Celebrate Recovery. Mm, um, I'm sober now, like three years. I remained sober oh. during uh, COVID. Great. And we also had Zoom calls for Celebrate Recovery. It's like AANA, but it's a 12, it's Christ-centered 12-step program. Yeah. So uh, during this time, um, I was very, I'm very faithful. I'm a true believer in Jesus Christ. I remain sober. I'm still in recovery, and I'm overcoming the stroke, and I'm back at it. I'm back to work. Uh, I still attend church physically, and I attend Celebrate Recovery physically as well, and I love your show. Boom. God bless, Thanks, Darlene. Darlene. Fabulous. Look That's at you. really good news. Keep it going I on. I love that. Excellent phone call. Wow. Uh, let's go back to the phones, and uh, who do we got here? This is line one. Joanne. Uh, Joanne. You're with us live. How you doing? Hi. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. I love you guys. I listen to you constantly. Thank you, And I had to call um, because the pandemic, as difficult as it's been for everybody, has been such a blessing for me in so many ways. I see God's hand in it. So I lost my job mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Uh, my company let go about 150 of us. Of course, the old folks that cost them the most money. Yep. <laughs> And I had worked for 20 years, so it was I was blindsided and kind of devastated. I think the first month I was in depression and just just was sleeping my life away. But I also had some health issues, and I was trying to get to that, you know, 66 in four months so that I could retire, and that didn't happen. Um, but shortly thereafter, some things changed in the family dynamic, and my daughter needed a caregiver for, her, for my grandson. So I became his full-time caregiver. At the time, he was preschool. Now he's in kindergarten. But it has been the most humongous blessing. Uh, You know, I'm outside playing with him, thinking I'm not focused on sales goals and quotas and company meetings anymore or having to travel all over the United States like I used to. I am playing with my grandson. That's my new job. That sounds good. when I was... When I was much younger, I did have daycare in my house, and it just revitalized my love and my dedication for children. So I've gotten real involved with the children in the neighborhood. I think I know more people in their neighborhood than I do in my own. And financially, it was tough. You know, I I had a good job. I made good money. But God, you know, allowed this to happen at a time when there was stimulus package and there was unemployment and some extensions and I'm married 47 years, and in my my relationship with my husband, who has his own business, we've always had ups and downs, and it seemed like when my business was good, his was off. Mm. When his was good, mine was, you know, in sales. Sometimes you have bad months. Sure. Um, but it always worked out. Right now, he's doing great, and I'm relying on uh, my Social Security. Um and we haven't changed our lifestyle one bit. I mean, we always lived within our means. But I just see God's hand in every single inch of it. Um, physically, like I said, I have some um, some issues and I'm in a decline, but I can take care of my grandson. When I'm having an off day, we can sit on the floor and play. Um, but it's enriched his life so much, and he's grown up so much and changed so much. And I'm the influence of God in his life. His, his mom saved, his dad's not. So mm-hmm. when we get on our, lots of times I have sleepovers too because of my daughter's travel. We get on our knees and we say prayers together and he says, Mima, we don't pray when you're not here. 
So I know that God is using me in this little guy's life, and it's just been such a tremendous blessing that now, two years later, I'm just thankful. I'm just so Joanne, thankful that it all... that's really wonderful. That's a great yeah. story. Really, really Thanks great. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Meemaw, keep going on. Yeah, you bet. go for it. Fabulous. Okay, that's good stuff. You. No more thank sales you. quotas for Meemaw. Yeah, I love it so much. Get outside and play with your kids. That's excellent. 800-320-8255. You hear these stories. I mean, people are... They're crushing it, right? I mean, yep. the pandemic is horrible as it's been. And you it can't has minimize been it. Of course, it has been. But people have found a way to get through and to re-engage, to, to flourish in some ways. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Kevin, thanks for taking the phone call. Uh, what happened in your life? Hi, Kev. Um, one little thing I'm proud of. Shortly after the pandemic started, I have a huge tree in my front yard. I painted on it a, a cross inside of a heart with the words faith, hope, and love uh, around the heart. And um, I think it's been encouraging to the people in the neighborhood, and I've got a lot of um, nice comments about it. So Good for it's a you. little thing, but I'm, I'm proud of it. Good for you. Very nice. That's wonderful. Faith, hope, and love. It's like yeah. your own sort of permanent yard sign. Yeah. Yeah, and the greatest of this is love. Fabulous. Kevin, that's an excellent story as well. It would be a nice thing if you were like driving by somebody's house and you saw something like that as opposed to some angry political sign. I love it. Wouldn't you be glad that you... <laughs> People are good, right? Yep. I mean, really, where would you be without God in your life? Seriously, right? Where would you be without Jesus? And... Uh... Those phone calls just proof in the pudding of uh, where people are and the necessity of what it is to to equip and encourage and engage and reinvent yourself in really weird times. We'll, we'll take just a, a quick break. Step away. Stick around, though. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy, where Pittsburgh's Christian Talk here on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills, so they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, they'll waive your new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th. So call now and you'll save even more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. The dining room in our first house was so small that when my large extended family came over for a meal, you had to eat with your arms very close to your side. You ate tiny little bird bites because no elbow room was possible. Who wants to eat like that? So, when it was finally time to step up and expand our square footage with a new house, the dining room space was on the top of my list. It was a must-have. Spread out. Eat. Laugh. Enjoy time with your family. Look, it's a weird time. Everybody knows it. But if you've been yearning for more space, get your financials in order. And part of being ready is connecting with the large family from United Faith Mortgage. 
They're a family of faith, just like yours and mine. And throughout all the years they've been doing this, they've heard it all, seen it all. Seriously, they can help you, especially with their direct lender advantage. Look at United Faith Mortgage. Spread out. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at oozebugstoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. At Napa. When it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We were talking uh, a couple of days ago about uh, a plumber who was at Joel Osteen's church, and uh, there was a, a, a toilet, a commode that was loose, and so the plumber was called in and apparently, you know, he had to take off a piece of tile, and then moving more tile, he found like a treasure trove of hundreds of checks. Yes, and and cash as well that were stuffed in the wall behind the toilet. Now. First of all, there's so many questions there, but... Yeah, I don't know. So apparently, uh, Joel Osteen's church was the uh, site of a robbery, a, a large sum of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Seven years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Somewhere in that ballpark, but like a lot of money. Anyway, the plumber... Well, and then just just recently, authorities determined that the money that the plumber found behind the toilet actually was the money that had gone missing seven years ago. <laughs> okay, I mean... so there was a link. The plumber found it. Right. So the plumber has been rewarded. Uh, Crime Stoppers has named him a Good Samaritan of Houston. The title comes with a $20,000 reward. Nice. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, the plumber, known only as Justin, was repairing this commode, and he found this money. And then Crime Stoppers, uh, no, is Crime Stoppers like a nationwide thing? I, I don't know what that is. Right? So Crime Stoppers, the, they're going to award him this $20,000 you know, Good Samaritan prize. That's so nice. the church isn't giving him anything? Uh, apparently not. It comes from this organization. Listen, I, know, as... I know. Do I sound ungrateful right. the way I asked that? I mean, it just seems like some dude turns in all that money. If that's your church, you say, here, pal, like, well, we took, go well, to Bermuda for a week. What was the story yesterday about the guy who was skiing in the Swiss Alps yeah. and found, you know, jewels? He found, like, I don't know, 125 fine, you know, Gems, right? Which disappeared he, way in nineteen fifty, right? And he turned them in to the local police station, and then eight years later, he got a reward. They split it with him, right? Fifty fifty. Now, could you imagine if Joel Osteen's church said, "You know, we may, well here is the deal, though." I'm sure that that church had to report that to their insurance company. The insurance company paid the claim on that right. missing money. Sure, that they're, so they're going to have to pay that to the insurance company, right? Still, do you think the insurance? You company, think you think the church isn't doing well enough to give the plumber some, you know, no. reward for that? I don't know. He, Sorry. He made 20. That's fabulous. No. Wouldn't that the, make your day? The, yes. Heck yeah, man. I sound like a wretch, but the church should give the plumber something. We don't know. Something. Maybe they did. I'm just encouraging them to give them something. You know what he got? What? A potluck in his honor. Oh. Right? He got here a... is another Jello salad thinking of you. Sir, here's your casserole. 
keep going plumbing. I miss a potluck. I miss a potluck. I never really liked potlucks, Listen. but man, since COVID, I am all. Can I see someone who mixes like coconut and marshmallows and Jello? I'd and pay puts anything it out for me. to make awkward conversation. Oh my god! Seriously, I How just about like a pancake fundraiser. I say yes. Can we try that again? Please, we're not gathering still, right? I mean, oh my, we're god. gathering, but you know, now Pfizer said a third dose of their oh, vaccine neutralized Omicron. A third, geez. a third. So now what? Like, so we're going to need six. I don't of, know. Like eventually, like Heaven how many? Help. Listen, we had some good news. We love we those phone it, yes. calls. We really love those phone calls. We're going to focus on the good stuff that we gained from the pandemic. I'm into that. Hey, thanks for being with us. We were always appreciative of our broadcast family. We know that you're out there, and uh, you put up with us. Mm-hmm. The good, the ridiculous, and everything else in between. So thanks for being along. Yeah, we're grateful. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do it all over again. It's going to be a Thursday edition. Mm-hmm. Have a great night, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The Dobbs case went before the Supreme Court last week. Now we wait to see whether a majority of justices will vote to over... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.